Welcome back to the Cole on Sports Show, everyone. My name is Cole Nevins, and today we have a special short segment that I've really wanted to get out concerning a major misconception in the NFL. So without further ado, let's get started. Before I get into any other points, I'm going to read you a list right now of eight players who have two things in common. Number one, Antonio Brown. Number two, Earl Campbell. Number three, Eric Dickerson. Number four, Randy Moss. Number five, Barry Sanders. Number six, O.J. Simpson. Number seven, Joe Thomas. And number eight, Tony Gonzalez. You guys may have realized the first one quickly. They're all stud running backs and receivers. Though, there's one more glaring commonality. None of them have ever won a Super Bowl. And I'm not remotely surprised at all. See, people tend to constantly forget the two glaring differences between American football and every other sport. Number one, football teams have significantly more people on the field and on the roster than any other sport. And number two, football players are the only major athletes of the four or five major sports who can't control offense, defense, and special teams in a game. Both these facts only prove one thing more and more. There is no other sport that requires a team rather than primary individual effort than American football in order to win. Super Bowls are won by teams consisting of units rather than individual pieces. Argue all you want, but we have a perfect supporting example of that fact right in our face. The New England Patriots. People continuously undervalue their simple philosophy of building a great team rather than a collection of individual stars. It's the most successful team model, construction, and ideology in sports. Bill Belichick decided to not overthink the simple fact that football is a team sport, and he constructs his team year after year with guys that are team players over self-centered individuals, and he clearly values overall depth over being top-heavy with those aforementioned stars. Heck, even the Warriors do this in a way, and I've talked about this before in an article. They've been so successful because they play as a team, not as individual stars. They've established an effective play style and team mission. I mean, you can forget about the entire Warriors dynasty if all five stars were trying to go for 40 each night. Like, it, it, would, it would have never happened. But Belichick has built, has built, established, and even retained for all these years a visible culture that we all know about, know about that you either adapt to or not which will lead you straight out of Foxborough. And this is a crucially underappreciated concept 
And not just football, but sports as a whole. People are always stunned for some reason when fans mention the Patriots' lack of superstars over the years. But this team-first concept justifies that observation flawlessly. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's factually very hard to succeed in anything when relying on passion and work ethic. That's some sort of talent. Yet, in the case of football, team efforts consisting of units rather than one or several self-centered individuals will forever reign superior. Which brings me in to my next topic. Young building NFL teams that are aiming to establish a winning and successful culture similar to the Patriots should specifically stay away from guys like Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., and Le'Veon Bell. Before I get into my reasons, let me make it clear that these three dudes are absolute studs, and easily top three at their respective positions in an argument. But, their talent is just undeniable, and we've seen the positive impacts they've made for their teams on the field with their playmaking and game-changing abilities. But, the issues are the luggage all three of those guys carry to their respective teams. The first one is indisputable. Their me-first ego. Again, something that a single piece and unit of that Patriots puzzle has every single year they succeed. There's too many examples to list with Brown, Bell, and Odell being self-centered. I mean, Le'Veon Bell just sat out an entire season because of his personal contract wants. If that's not a good example, I don't know what's better than that. But regardless, attitudes like that of star players ruin team morales, especially in this new age of social media when everything and all the actions of these players is just completely magnified and tracked. These backs and wideouts are the talk of the league for a reason. They're the ones on everyone's fantasy football team. They're the ones who make the insane plays and score the touchdowns. They're the ones who are getting their jerseys bought out by young fans. I don't see anyone wearing a defensive tackles jersey. All these kids are wearing Odell, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell jerseys for that reason. There's again a reason why everyone has this idea that getting stars like this can lead to success. And it's because they're oblivious to the rest of the team effort around them, which allows these stars to be so successful and get all the attention they generate. It's a mixture of all that which, you know, brings up this ego that can negatively permeate throughout a team and demoralize a squad with tons of potential, such as Pittsburgh over this past decade with Ben Roethlisberger and all his weapons around him. And the second point that I want to bring up is related to this first one, and that's the fact of money demands of these specific players. A point I love to bring up when arguing about, like, you know, the Patriots' success is that they can focus on building their entire team since they have the money to, rather than not, and one guy isn't hogging all 
the salary that this team could spread out to build a team. NFL teams, more than any teams in sports, are affected the most by this concept of stars taking up the money solely because there are so many guys to pay on these 53-man NFL rosters in addition to coaches and the fact that I said earlier that one guy cannot carry a football team. It's just factual. Financially, it's a nightmare. I mean, successful teams are not built around one player. It's 5 to 10 to 15 players who are coming together in units and generating the success and winning culture for these teams. It's clear, and people, again, are completely oblivious to this point. So to sum everything up, I'm not denying the fact that playmaking stars can lead to success. That's just irrational to not think that. But, it's too clear that in football specifically, team efforts reign superior to individual talent. In today's day and age of money-demanding, attention-grabbing, offensive playmakers, it's very hard to see past that point. Though, we have and will continue to see the results of teams who take the path like the New England Patriots and even the Indianapolis Colts of this year versus teams who take the paths of the Steelers and Giants basing their teams around two to three superstars. Over the weekend, I switched my podcast to be hosted by Anchor rather than SoundCloud. So while my episodes won't be able to be streamed on SoundCloud anymore, they are going to be accessible on your favorite platforms such as Spotify, Overcast, and obviously Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, and many more smaller podcast apps as I find out over this week. So shout out to Anchor who's getting me different advertisements and different platforms to record my podcasts on. So definitely stay tuned on that for sure. And again, thanks for tuning in and have a great day.